Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, continuing on in our study, had a great trip in Southern California. It was a blessing to teach on um, their midweek study and uh, it was cool. I, I knew almost everyone there from six and a half years ago. I know, you know, in churches there, people move away, things happen, they get jobs other places. And so, um, I mean, a lot of them weren't there, but a lot of them were. So like, um, Thursday night, I, I knew most of the people there. There's some new people though. And then Sunday morning was awesome. Um, the first service, uh, me and Brianne knew mostly everyone. The second service, we knew some, but then there's so many new people, you know, because God adds to the church, <laughs> those who are being saved, which is awesome. But man, it was a blessing to see everyone. It was a blessing to hang out with our family. The cousins had so much fun together. The uh, Our two girls hung out with uh, my wife's sisters, uh, my sister-in-law's three boys, and they just had the best time ever. So that was amazing because that we don't ever do that <laughs> we're not able to ever do that so that we were just it was awesome it was awesome and um it was like a ministry trip but also like a vacation kind of seeing the old spots and eating at the old places and uh going to the beach and seeing waves was awesome i haven't seen um that for a long time you know <laughs> uh in the deep south it's uh beautiful beaches i mean especially florida white sand beautiful water uh, but there's like little ripples. There's not, um, actual waves. So it was awesome seeing waves again. <laughs> I was like a kid. So exciting. But, uh, but yeah, God is good. And so, um, I'm praising him for providing for this, this trip again, because normally we wouldn't be able to do something like this, but, um, but praise God. <laughs> Well, guys, Ephesians 1, 22 and 23 says, And he put all things under his feet, and he gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, in the fullness of him who fills all in all. And, you know, people wonder, why do you talk about Jesus all the time? Because of this. Because he's preeminent. Because he's our Savior. He's the Messiah. He's our rescuer and our, our deliverer, like, because he is the reason why we're saved. I mean, we could go on and on, but we have to put Jesus in his rightful place, not try to usurp his authority or share his authority. He has all authority and we don't. And that's a good thing because he knows what's best. And so, you know, think about it, Jesus during that three, three and a half years of ministry on the earth, he knew what was best. He was led by God. And now, remember, he's our example. He told the disciples in the upper room, his followers, like, do this as an example. Like, he is our example on, on, on how to live. And when it comes to our relationship with the Father, he is our example. I love John 17 because you see him pray for uh, his followers. He prays for the world. He prays for himself. I mean, what he is doing is he's, giving us an example of what we need to do. It's not bad to pray for you. Some people, ah, I don't want to pray for myself. Well, that's dumb. You better pray for yourself. <laughs> Jesus gave an example. Was it dumb when Jesus prayed for himself? No, that's our example. We need prayer. Pray for yourself and ask others to pray for you, to intercede for you, you know, especially when you're going through it or you have a big decision to make. Don't just be like, oh, I'm not going to pray. No, pray. 
pray for those who you know and love. Pray for your friends who are like-minded Christians. Pray for those who you know who don't know the Lord. Pray for them. But Jesus was our example, right? And so as he was living his life, as he was doing ministry, as his followers were looking at him, watching him, listening to him, they were focused on Jesus. And even after he ascended and sent the Holy Spirit as a helper to us, listen, we still are to focus on Jesus. We're led and guided by the Holy Spirit, sure, but still... We look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We don't want to take for granted the person and the work of Christ. We want to look to Jesus, the the centerpiece, the center of our affections, the one whom we look at and stand in awe of the work that he did. Communion is a beautiful thing because you're looking back, reflecting and remembering what the Lord Jesus did for you. Because sometimes we forget, or sometimes we remember, and it becomes common rather than amazing. You know, the, the, one of the worst things that can happen to the Christ follower is that we lose our awe of God. Our standing in awe of God is, is looking to Him and what He's done, and looking how He sent His Son to, to die and rise for us, and it's like standing in a complete amazement, marveling, the Bible says, marveling at what the Lord Jesus has done, at what God is doing in our lives. Because honestly, sometimes we forget. And sometimes we try to take the reins, we try to take the steering wheel, we, we go, I can drive, I can do this, I'm, I'm in control. Mm, that is never going to lead to um, anything good. <laughs> it might seem good at first on the onset, but once you start following your own ways, well, that's going to lead to destruction. It's going to lead to confusion. It's going to lead to being lost. And that's the worst place to be. But remember, Jesus put all things under his feet. And he is the head over all the church, right? He is the foundation. He is the rock that the church is founded upon. He is the cornerstone which holds a whole building up. The fullness of him who fills all in all. And that's a beautiful thing about the Lord Jesus, you guys. You know, as we're walking with the Lord, that emptiness that we once felt is filled. We don't have to try to fill it with something else. It's not Jesus and. It's just Jesus. And so we're already full. The, joy, the fullness of joy is already within us. It's just a matter of learning, like Paul the Apostle said, learning to be content. So many of us are not. And we let things get to us, or we look around at this world, and we're so discontent and unsettled. But the Lord already has done all the work. The work is finished. So it's like we should be have settled hearts and contentment. But like Paul said, we got to learn how to be content. If nothing was ever added to our lives, if, nothing, if we were never blessed with anything else, we still should be content because we are saved. We're already rescued. God's with us always. And He's working on us always. That's a pretty awesome truth, isn't it? <laughs> That's amazing. So Jesus is preeminent. He's with us. He is the mediator. He saved us. 
And that's why we have a relationship with our Heavenly Father who absolutely loves us. Man, some amazing promises. Well, guys, I hope you have an amazing day. God bless you. Love you guys. Praying for you guys. And we'll talk to you soon.